Megan Hicks of I Run Far. I'm with Jim Walmsley. It's the day after the 2023 UTMB, and you're the men's champion. Congratulations, Jim. <laughs> Thanks so much. Yeah, uh, pretty surreal right now. Yeah, how does that feel? This is a goal that I think has been on your mind for quite some time. Uh, yeah, it's impossible to wrap up, I think, and so much is still soaking in. Mm. Uh, but I think what I'm looking forward to, and I hope it hits, but a bit of relief, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you have had a multi-year relationship with UTMB. Yeah. There have been some high highs and then also some low lows. Yesterday, however, seemed so even keel, like... At least maybe from the outside looking in. Yeah. Is there any truth to that? Um, perhaps. A little bit? <laughs> perhaps for the lowness. Uh, that's where some perspective and experiences really come into play. So what I felt was a low and I knew was a low. Uh, maybe is mm. I was able to keep it more even keeled. And where in years past maybe it would dissolve a bit more. Got it. Um, let's backtrack a little bit, maybe to this day last year. Uh, you had, prior to last year's UTMB, um, sort of dedicated your life to being over here in France. Um, and then you got to the finish line, probably not in the time or the finishing place that you wanted. Yeah. Another year passed. Like, can you fill in a little bit of that gap in time between then and now? Because I think a lot changed. Um... Well, a lot was decided, I've said it before, but a lot was decided in the last 50K as I was just kind of suffering and trying to hold on. And This is last year. Last year, yeah. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah 50K <laughs> this like, year well, was I very, suffered. very different. I suffered this year too. This is the type of suffering you really want on a good day. <laughs> okay. Um, this year. Uh, but last year was suffering in a bad way and just trying to save anything. Um, as what felt like just the whole peloton was going to come riding by. Um, I mean, it's been a lot of patience and trying to keep focused, but also try to take pressure off and not keep focused yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Didn't run in the winter. I skied. Tried not to get injured doing that. Yeah. So try not to go to which I think when people see videos that will come out eventually, they're like, wow, Jim, you don't need to worry about skiing too fast. Like, <laughs> you just need to worry about just not falling at any moment. That's amazing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I definitely started with very terrible skier into just a bad skier, maybe. Um, but then you go to skills learned with some of the schema stuff, the technical aspects of gear management, where mm. things go, pockets uh little outfit changes and yeah. this and that i mean all there the was things a, that like your career in running you didn't do a ton of that like yeah like yeah. utmb is the the most complicated it gets yeah for for a lot of ultra runners so when you go it's like wow utmb i have so much stuff everywhere whereas <laughs> you could use perspective so again yeah. it's a process of changing my perspective to yeah. change to to grow into Maybe it's more manageable than you once thought. Um, so, yeah, it, it, I could see some of those skills pay off. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, but I still wasn't in UTMB yet at the time with the rules and this and that. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the year kicked off at Istria 100 mile, um, which was cool. I uh, That race went really well. A little bit similar 
of a feeling in that I tried to stay patient and take care of myself through harder parts of the course. And it doesn't, I, I'm actually not feeling great when I'm trying to stay patient. Mm. But then finally, when I said it's time to go, my legs just got excited and woke up and I was able to run really well awesome. at the end of Istria and yeah. kind of very, I mean, Istria is the most similar race experience that I've had to this one, where just the last 50, 60K, different pair of legs. Mm. I don't know. Uh, Isn't that strange how that happens? <laughs> I'm glad it did happen yeah, that yeah. way. Uh, but it also just might be something to, it's called pacing and race management. Mm. And it's, maybe supposed to feel more like that this is how it's supposed to go if you yeah, do because that lots of my western states i just start clicking early no worries and sometimes it's it's fine throughout most of it um but other times like 2021 like i was falling apart just like everyone else just oh my gosh i need to get to auburn and uh yeah it's hard to do it that way yeah yeah um did you have like a little wobble with injury between Istria and UTMB? Was there something that you were dealing with? Yeah, so um, the very beginning of May, I rolled my ankle uh, pretty bad. Then took a few days, yeah, took a few days off. There's a longer story to everything. Took a few days off, went back to right back into training the next week. And, like basically, I could tell after a week, the reaction of being able to get the swelling down but it just coming back coming back there was something deeper wrong with it that it okay. just wasn't a turn um and so there were two partial torn ligaments and one complete tear oh, wow. but out of in all may. things in may <laughs> and essentially i got really lucky with the ligament that did tear um it is, i guess it's a small one and mm. it's not uh it's a stabilizing one mm. and non-intrusive to for it to heal so mm best case scenario but then it went to the risk of even if I could train on the bike and show up for the world championships with having a bit of problems in the ankle of yeah. stability if one of the other like partial tear ligaments went it would be the year done immediately so it just went to risk is high we need to shut it down now to basically like start planning and then essentially I started adding up the weeks and I I think I had I, I calculated one week to spare. I had one leisure <laughs> week, but maybe I didn't because last Friday my legs were not feeling good at all. And then finally things came around this week. So uh, maybe I had zero weeks to yeah. spare and things just clicked in time and had really, I mean, I was able to get the like medical support info for that I needed here in France. And then we went back to Flagstaff at the same time and I got some help there. Awesome. So uh, things worked out. Yeah. Um, your ankle healed up enough that I think you put in a pretty good training block ahead of UTMB. Yeah, it's all secret. Yeah, I know, it is. Little rumors floating around the mountains. Yeah, I don't know which rumors, but, uh, I think usually when I've tried to keep some things kind of private, uh, when you have a good day or something interesting, you're like, ah, I can't do it, I'm going to post it. <laughs> and this year I actually finally, like, just... <laughs> No, good days, nothing, just bad days, nothing. That, yeah. And I was like, oh, it's kind of nice because there's just no noise. And, yeah, you get a little forgotten. Everyone thinks you're hurt and you had an injury. So, like, what's going on? Or, I didn't even get questions what's going on. You're just not even in a yeah. thought for a bit. And you yeah. go, oh, yeah, what's happening with Jim? And, like, I don't know. And yeah. that's about it. So 
it was nice. I think uh, with a lot of things this year, I just tried to keep things quiet, focused, focused on myself more mm-hmm. than anything. And uh, I do not plan on making any of it the norm. And even more so, probably opposite in that with finally being able to win UTMB, uh, it actually maybe feels like I can share more and, yeah. and just give more time back. There's a balance, isn't there, where sometimes you need, like, monk mode, but also, like, we need each other, too, don't we? Yeah, I mean, if if I give a lot of time and effort and do everything the race week, which it's a, it's a circus here, the week of Chamonix. <laughs> exactly, and you walk into town and you're just like, oh, I'm the monkey. <laughs> Dance clown and, like, great. So, uh, and it evolves so quick because... Most tasks are, are very easy, but when you start adding it all together and to come into Chamonix, out of Chamonix, into Chamonix, out of Chamonix. There's your day gone. Energy, sometimes you just, yeah, yeah. energy sucking. So, yeah. yeah, I just tried to make more decisions to be selfish in that aspect. And just, it all goes into the bigger picture of moving here and this and that, of wanting to just try to do things the right way as best I could for myself and so I stuck with that so that I don't have regret so if things didn't work out if things fell apart if if I didn't win there's nothing I'm I'm upset about that way I know I made the right decisions for myself and it just didn't work whereas if I did give her everything and I was saying yes to everything and then things don't work out you go well did you did you really put everything into it where This year, I definitely simplified things more into just trying to get focus on the goal. Yeah. Um, the race itself. For me, watching you, there seemed to be a different expression, like, in your eyes and on your face at this race. You seemed, like, quite calm, whereas, like, there's just a lot of excitement here. Did you feel calm about, yeah, about UTMB this year? Yeah. Um... I mean, when I first showed up in Chamonix, I actually started to get some race nerve stuff. Did you? <laughs> uh, I mean, we kind of say we live in a rush because uh, it's not Chamonix and that yeah. it's very tranquil and quiet and peaceful, yeah. comparatively. Um, where here, <laughs> there's a buzz, there's an energy, there's ultra fans and ultra runners, uh, yeah. ultra runners, uh, one in the same, uh, everywhere. Yeah race week and even Chamonix is really cool to experience not during not around UTMB week uh so um a little bit when we first arrived but things just kind of got more normalized of it's it's all things I've done many times now so all of that stuff uh yeah is normalized yeah in the race itself like watching you move through aid stations and just you just seemed like it was like, I know my way around here. I know what I want. I know what I need. There was, um, there was like the quick efficiency, but also not like the, oh my gosh, the panic of the aid station type of thing. Yeah. Did it feel that way for you too? I think it's the best my aid, without a doubt, it's the best my aid stations have gone here. Hot damn. But in general, um, it's probably one of the things I'm, I've always been the worst at of mm. the amount of time I concede at aid stations and just seeing uh how i mean 
how strong everyone was last year and how much and I was still giving them time at aid mm -hmm. stations of like we need to make them work harder in the running and not give the free time away yeah but then it goes to organization and really having a plan and that's where like having Jess be my crew we can talk about it we can organize it better yeah. um and so it becomes premeditated what you're doing and tick 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 straight through um so it, it worked out good that way um so yeah i'm really happy with how aid stations went this year and i don't feel like i gave a chance to to lose the race there um in terms of like the men's competition uh it seemed like things sort of went out fairly standard mm -hmm. early on, like first 40, 50K. The men's race was moving like at course record pace. There was a lot of dudes there, seemingly somebody always pace setting, but right at record pace. Yeah, I mean, pace, effort, everything you expect from UTMB. Yeah. <laughs> Sub six minute mile pace, <laughs> uh, like almost uh, 340K. For the first 10K. Oh, we talking Ks? Both, yeah, yeah, no, yeah okay. but six-minute pace. Yeah. You're under six-minute pace in yeah. some of the miles to begin with. And I remember Petter going, like, I wasn't expecting it to start this fast. I'm like, well, you got 3,000. You stop or run any slower, you get stampeded. You have to. Um, but, yeah, you try to moderate that. And yeah. even, like, this year was a like, – like last year, I started several rows back in the start corral, and I really enjoyed – just ah oh, there's not so much pressure it's yeah. nice and so i tried to do that a little bit um starting so okay so the men's competitions you know went out pretty standard yeah. and we almost had the same pack as last year yeah we were we missed we were missing killian but we were running faster and again it was a anglo-speaking front pack <laughs> to chase and having the french chase the english you're like ah We've seen this play out so many times. <laughs> this feels super familiar right now. And then um, also, like, as is standard tradition for UTMB, things got strung out in the night in Italy where, you know, some people sort of extended things on the yeah. climbs and others extended things on the descents. What was that like for you this year? Um, I think a bit more perspective has changed with Italy and Cormier mm. and... Uh, Grand Colferet and just where my mindset is of that being in the race yeah. and probably the biggest thing is just saying it, it almost doesn't matter there um, it's more preserving myself making sure I'm not getting myself in too much trouble trying to but at the same time during this race literally yeah. thinking like I'm in trouble really yeah yeah, yeah oh, for that's sure so but, interesting. but that goes where it's the experience and where on the outside it totally looks like the even keel thing but like oh I was thinking how many in Switzerland how many people are gonna like what's going on come behind back because come back behind you, yeah. there's gonna be yeah it's just gonna be a big suffer fest to hold on for I don't know how many places I'm gonna give up I mean those <laughs> thoughts were going through my mind down Grand Colferet mm. the descent as every split I was getting of Zach in front of me Zach's pulling ahead pulling ahead um, and I was not feeling good, but I also knew muscularly my quads felt really good. So one thought was if I could get things under control, there was a hope I clung on to that things could click. Mm -hmm. and, and I think I've talked about it with some people too, is that 
a belief that if I do have that energy, if I do have that sort of feeling in my legs, that an advantage I have over what I think um, everyone uh, in ultra running at the moment is a special ability to attack an uphill, attack yeah. a downhill, and really put in one big push to make a significant chunk mm. and a, a big speed difference. I think you could argue Killian has a bit of that skill yeah. with and versatility of short distance, long distance. Mm. So a bit of dreaming that that could happen kind of kept me trying to hang in there. And I think that's actually what did happen ultimately. Yeah. Like you, uh, I believe, came upon behind Zach while pushing the bovine climb. Is that yeah. right? Okay. Well, first German caught me just before Oh, I don't Champagne think I Lock. did. Okay. He passed yep. me. Okay, yeah. Yep. Um, but he passed me and he was kind of, he looked a little rough and I was like, I know I look the same, but internally I actually felt better than that. Huh. So I was like, well, I got to stay with them. And then just at the end of the climb into the aid station, I'm like, well, I'll push through and get a couple seconds to uh, take a okay. couple seconds extra in the aid station. And then I was initially thinking I needed a big pause, reset. Like, we, we need to uh, start plugging the holes in the boat right yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> We're taking on water. and uh, <laughs> But then I was just thinking, Shimon's getting ready to leave. I just need to follow him. Huh. And essentially, I, I was able to get in some calories, food, repack. You get rid of a lot of your night stuff, and your pack's a bit lighter. Hmm. Chain shoes had just a different feeling with things, and all of a sudden, when we got running again, things were different. Hmm. What do you think that was? Like, just... I mean, were part there... of what woke it up, I mean, obviously, Germain in that moment was, it, I mean, it was a, it was a definitely bookmark okay. moment for me in the okay. race. Thanks, um, Germain. Yeah. <laughs> and, and part of it's being out here, knowing him and Katie, and having a nice feeling of uh, Zach and Germain and so many other athletes here are friends. Like, so I saw him on one switch back below because I didn't know who was behind me closing on me. And I finally see a German, and we're close enough to make eye contact, and I just look back and smile and say, <laughs> And so uh, it's different feelings, and it's less, like, aggressive or anything, so it's yeah. almost a positivity thing that it's good perspective. Yeah. Um, and then it might have been the flat asphalt a little bit. All of a sudden, <laughs> the, the legs opened up, and it's like, ah, things are okay. So that's when it started to change. And then um, there was a big uh switch back in the mountain where i saw i didn't know what zach was wearing at the time but because there's so many spectators everywhere mm. but i actually saw someone moving and i was like i think that's zach and so sometimes when i see something like that i take my own splits of a bookmark what time it is yeah. and then when i get there i knew i was just over four minutes back and i was like i knew i was nine minutes back i just got five of like I'm clawing back. Yeah. I'm clawing back. And then I could tell soon people were telling me three minutes, two minutes. And mm -hmm. I was like, things are coming. And yeah. then uh, one debate was whether to sit and settle or maybe the, the mental side of just attacking straight from the beginning. And uh, it's kind of cool thinking back on the race that, um, especially last year, Zach and I spent a lot of time together at the front of the race. Um, 
but this year just no settling together or work like we were working together early when first 50 60 70k yeah. sort of thing a bit when you just kind of there's no point going faster 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 but um lots of gloves off and just yeah, yeah. no nothing holding anything back and like when zach passed me he was gone and i luckily got to return the favor yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's also like it's a different race too because it seemed like just you and zach were almost different runners at this race this year like yeah. you ha you had all of the thi both of you had all of the things to win yesterday yeah. um just you this time by several more minutes or you know yeah. however you want to look at it. it the two of you were different runners this year than last year both of you um yeah we've both struggled fading late in this yeah. race and yeah there's almost a little bit of guilt that you take something <laughs> away from zach and his like just perfectly executed race because a different year he's gonna win so um but at the same time it adds to just the gratefulness and how like a sense of accomplishment it adds to my own race to and your own performance to be able to beat zach on such a day like that is not many people are going to do it and it takes a special race out of myself and able to beat zach on on his perfect day you uh are now the or maybe it wasn't perfect maybe he's he's got more too um you take the lead in utmb late in the race you're now in a position that you have like thought long and hard yeah. about did you start thinking about like big picture the finish line the win or were you living in the moment of like just freaking stay in the lead here um one of the most like pet peeve things and i had i knew i was in an okay mindset because it wasn't like getting under my skin so much but it was definitely standing standing uh out that so many people in triant and between triant and valerstein like way early going ah oh, congratulations you got this and then i was talking with some friends today of like look people still got to remember i'm like the miss turn guy at western <laughs> states without anything can happen plus like the times i've fallen apart like please and all the way please up please don't climb. jinx me we, we're on the, the slope the ski slope of la flagere and people are like congrats and this and that i don't know the splits behind me necessarily yet yeah i'm still saying not yet not yet <laughs> And, and then, like, on the descent, uh, so I didn't have any falls, uh, but plenty of, like, stumbles and toe catches, but an exceptional number of toe catches yeah. on the last descent. Okay, okay. And just like, oh, and just like, yeah, don't, don't count it yet. So Until you're actually at the finish line. Uh, I think this one I knew I, well, I ran well enough up and down that it would take an exceptional acceleration uh, to gain the time that they needed back so by the bottom i knew i was going to get a time split and i knew i'd whether i'd be telling the crowd to completely get, get out, of the way. out of the way but finally i wasn't chased by Cal, uh pow capel this year <laughs> i wasn't chased by zach miller i i feel like i've never truly gotten to enjoy but um i also know with the tunnel of high fives it starts about uh at least a mile out from the finish mm -hmm. And it's hard to run through giving. <laughs> so sometimes I was having to say, like, I can't. Like, I need to get closer before I start, like, really slowing enjoying. down and enjoying it. 
What did it feel like to come across the finish line as the first finisher of this event after um, yeah, reaching for that spot for so long? Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it just feels more like a dream than it, yeah. than it actually happening. And now it's a memory, so mm-hmm. it still feels like a dream. So, like, I just feel more present here and uh, kind of look forward to still just moving on. Yeah. I mean, after my Western States wins, I'd always just disappear in the San Juan. So, out of service. So, uh, it's not as easy in front. Everywhere yeah. has self-service. Yeah, yeah. But, um... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, maybe I need to enjoy it and savor it a little more. But uh, I usually I prefer to just turn the page onto the next objective. But then it goes to even career-wise, I need to kind of start defining the next objectives yeah. and goals and stuff. So I, I don't know. I, I say you always have to kind of evolve as a person and an athlete and goal orientation and where you want it what's going to motivate you to to train hard because if you're not going to put in the work and train hard then uh there's a lot of guys doing that that are going to take those spots ahead of you then enjoy turning the page to whatever is next for you and <laughs> maybe we'll try to turn the page at the end of the week yeah, I think. yeah and uh congratulations on your win of the 2023 utmb i hope that feels good Thank you so much. Yes, it definitely feels good, and but it's all getting soaked in still, so it's pretty incredible. Congrats. Thanks.